you're going to use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy certain point if you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star then uh-huh, uh-huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status we i mean i'm not even i'm not even saying eat meat but at least put some cereal in the milk come on <laughs> you that's like taking 666 the mark of the beast and redefining it like biggie tried to do and saying no it means this or that no, 666 is 666, you can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Tongue power. The power of the tongue. I talked about this, I think, in part two. Good, a, a good profession. It's very important to have a good profession. And when I used to do youth ministry, we had a youth group. That's what we used to do. We used to write, we used to have this form that where we would ask them, what do you want to be 10 years from now? What do you feel God is leading you to be? They would put on there, I want to be a husband, wife, I want to be this, that, this. They write it on there and we would tell them to put it by their light switch. So every time they turn their light switch on in their bedroom or before they turned it off, they would read that and speak that into themselves or speak it. That's how powerful your tongue is because if you look at your life right now, your life is what you've been saying. Somebody else said it and you received it. You agreed with it. You kept them around and you kept them saying it. You know, some folk, we can't even be around our relatives. Man, somebody had to leave their mom and move all the way to Texas. Because she's spewing poison. Love her. Love mama. Love her. How you doing mama? Oh, I love you. I love you. Well, baby, I was watching T.D. Jakes. All right, I got to go. Goodbye, mama. That's when you have to just shut it off. Amen. Proverbs 18 and 21. Death and life and the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. This means that we literally shape our environment by our confession. Your environment is shaped by what you say or what you allow to be said in your environment. Your world, what you allow to be said, whether it's through the music, whether it's through a person, no matter what it's through, what you're, in, what you're allowing to be said is what you have. What we say is what we get. And mind me, little Michael Evans, what you gonna get? <laughs> When we speak life, guess what we get? But the reason, there's a reason why when we speak life, we get life. See, in this frequency experiment and a tuning fork that is middle C, if you hit the tuning fork, boom, it'll vibrate C, that frequency. If you get another, freak, if you get another tuning fork, but it's the key of D, you set it next to it, it'll just stand there. But if you get another C tuning fork, put it next to it, it'll start vibrating. That's because the frequencies recognize each other. That's what happens when you're speaking. See, you speak life and the frequencies from the other dimension of God. If what you're saying line up with what he's saying, it resonates. 
That's what he said. He said, what you bind on earth, what you loose on earth, frequencies. You get the same frequency. What's happening here is happening there. Jesus said, everything you see me doing is what the Father's doing. If you speak life, we get life because our words line up with our Creator's words. This causes a reaction in His dimension as well as ours. 1 Timothy 6 and 12. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life whereunto thou art also called and hast what? Professed a good profession. Why is it important to profess a good profession? Because you won't have good unless you do it. That's how you bring God's good to this dimension. By speaking it. We must speak words and pray what lines up with the word of God for our lives. But we can change the climate of our lives by simply confessing what God has already pronounced to us. So when you're in a bad place, you need to start saying good stuff. Now don't get spooky and crazy about it. Amen. You can't pay your rent. Rent is here. It's here. It's here. Rent is here. Rent is here. Rent is here. Rent. Rent is here. Rent is here. Just made your own self happy. No, if rent is not there, it's not there. But you need to give God praise anyway. Don't praise him because rent is there. Praise him because he's God. And move somewhere cheaper. <laughs> but we can change the climate of our lives by simply confessing what God has already pronounced. So God pronounced when you were born, God said, you are a man or you are a woman. That needs to be spoken on over you by your parents. Your dad needs to lay hands on the children, call the girls wonderful wives and mothers, call the guys wonderful husband and men. You're going to grow up and you're going to be a man. You're going to be a real man. You need to speak that over. It lines up with the creation because you pull the pamper down. You can see what he's going to be. In order for the devil to access our words, we must first have an issue going on in our heart. The Bible tells us out of what's going on in our hearts, our mouth speaks. So that means the devil has to cause a heart condition to make what you say line up with what he wants so that he can get his will accomplished. But the Bible tells us that out of what's going on in our heart, I just paraphrase it, our mouth speaks. This means that our heart's condition dictates our words. So you're going to say what's on your heart. You're going to speak what's on your heart. So... We must guard our hearts and keep them clean in order to repair our speech. Proverbs 4 and 23. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of your life. Out of your heart are the issues of your life. What he's saying is your heart has shaped your life. How did he do it? Because you spoke what was on your heart. person has an evil heart, they're going to cuss all the time. That's speaking what's on their heart. Amen. Amen. Look at somebody said Christians don't curse. Christians don't curse. They don't do that. That's showing what's on your heart. Person always negative. Something's wrong with their heart. You don't even want to be around them. They're, they're just a downer. They bring you down. 
You don't want to say, how you doing, sister? You don't want to say that. You get next to him. I really like what you have on. I'll see you next week. All right, bye. Because he said, how you doing, sister? Well, Lord, where do I start? Oh, Lord, bye. (laughs) And then something bad happened to you, and they got to top it. Well, I was coming to church this morning and had a flat tire. Oh, four mine was flat. They flat right now. Junebug out there with a stick pin. See, he's mad because I wouldn't let him. What does that have to do with my tire? Had a flat tire. I don't have no car. And the bus don't run in my area. I don't even know how I got here. I'm like, okay, you won. Just give them something. Let me get, get an offering. Something. What do you want? Y'all know somebody like that. So you just got to beat your story. Then the church just messed up and had testimony service. Why did they do that? Why does the black church have the testimony service? You can have it in the white church. You can't have testimony service in no black church. Got, got a group of people scoring and ranking them, holding it up. That's a nine. That was a nine. Ten, yes, ten. All, all the way across the board. Ten. <laughs> it's important for us to keep our hearts submitted to God so that we don't speak the wrong things. The enemy is waiting. Look at somebody say, he's waiting. He's waiting. He's waiting to hear his words in our mouth so we can alter our realm and speak curses instead of blessings. Proverbs 15 and 4. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. But perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. That's a small s. Breach. That means that it's disconnecting your spirit from its source. The breach. Disconnection. So when your tongue is wholesome, it's a tree of life. But when it's perverse, There's a breach. Tongue of fire. The devil has power when we give him power. He can invade our mind, body, and spirit if we allow him him access. Matthew 16 and 23. But he turned, Jesus turned, when Peter said, I rebuke you, Jesus. Jesus turned to Peter, but he didn't say, Peter, shut up. He said, get thee behind me, who? What happened there? Why did he say Satan? frequencies he's speaking to another realm thou art an offense to me you are not thinking about the things of God but you're thinking about worldly things Jesus was speaking to the devil that was speaking through Peter because that's his goal to speak through us to use us to get his will accomplished create an atmosphere for death or life to manifest. Speaking negatively about certain things can change our lives. Yeah, that jealous person want to meet with you and then bring your husband up. When they bring your husband up, you change the subject. No woman in here ever at any time ever, ever should talk negative about their husband to anyone ever. Ever, never, ever. Because when you speak, listen, when you speak that to others, 
You are releasing it in the hands and the care of others. Do you hear what I'm saying? You change things. You don't change them for the person you're talking to. You don't change them for your husband. You change them for you. Now you've spoken it. You've basically called it forth. You've made it worse. You don't talk to people about your husband. Same thing with men. You don't talk negatively to other people. Calling somebody a friend and just letting them have it about your husband or your wife. Why? I'm not going to get no amens. But you don't understand. You can't see the other side of that. You can't see what you just created when you did that. Because somebody say keep it in your house. Keep it. Keep your family's business. Don't let your family come in and talk to you about your immediate family. The Bible says, For this cause shall the man leave his father and mother, cleave unto his wife. The two become inseparable. The enemy desires to make us speak his agenda so it can have power in our realm. So once you start speaking it, he can take it and use it. James 3 and 6, And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members. That it defileth the what? So if y'all are one, your tongue is against the other, you just defiled your body too. And set it on fire, the course of what? It sets the course of nature on fire. Your natural progression. That's what course is. Course, like an obstacle course. So the course, your path that you're supposed to follow is now on fire. How can you follow a path that's on fire? You can't. You got to get off that path and go somewhere else. Another way. So the way God has set for you is on fire now. Now you got to get off. Which usually means you got to divorce or you got to do something outside of God's course for your relationship or your life. Are y'all listening to this? It set it on fire the course of nature. And it is set on on fire by the fires of what? You just made your life a living hell. Your tongue turned your life into hell. You start talking about your husband to your family. Now, he don't want to be a part of none of your family. You've been talking about your wife to your family. Now you don't want, she don't want to be a part of the family. You set the course of your life with hell's fire and now you're wondering what happened. You don't talk to all your sisters, all your brothers. You don't talk to your uncles and your aunt. You don't let everybody in on what's going on in your house. Now it's on fire. Not just any old fire. Hell's fire. What's happening, pastor? What's happening to my life? It's on fire. Your tongue is a match. You burned your own house down. Can I keep preaching in here? We know he comes to destroy God's plan for us, the devil. But he needs our cooperation. Remember when you learned that word for the first time? Most of you learned it through Sesame Street. Cooperation. He needs you to help him. We must agree with the devil in order for his plan to become ours. This is done by speaking his words instead of the words of God over our lives. 
Matthew 15 and 11. Not that which goeth into the mouth that defileth a man. But what he is saying defiles him. What comes out. The power of the tongue is the Hebrew word yod. Which means hand. Death and life are in the hand of the tongue. The hand of the tongue shapes our environment. So it's basically saying your tongue is a hand. Your hand builds everything that's around you. Because you're speaking it. So when you speak it, you build it. This can have great or grave consequences when used or misused. When we speak life over our marriages, children, etc. We have completed the first step in securing what God has entrusted us with. The first step is to say it. Are you listening to me? Call your husband a good provider. Speak it. His money may be funny at the first of every month. But long as he ain't funny, you better like him. Because a lot of these men out here is funny now. The money's not, but the hips are. Amen. You encourage him. You're a good man. You're a good provider. Say it. Don't expect him to know it if you don't say it. Oh, I'm preaching this morning. Verbally. Say it. Don't wait till his birthday and anniversary. It's the only time you say something good when you're going to get something. No, you tell him out of the blue when he comes home covered in sweat, tired. Now, if he ain't working, don't say it. Don't you lie. Tell him. He's a good provider. Speak what you want to see. Tell her she's beautiful. Speak it. You want to see her beautiful? Call her beautiful. The yard will shape it. Amen. Do you know, men, scientific fact that if you continue to call your wife beautiful, no matter what she looks like, she'll look beautiful to you? No, I'm not kidding. You see a dude with a wife and you, you know, she just ain't all that hot. But he thinks she is. He'd love it just like that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's suggestion. See, all of us see different right now. What you think look good, somebody else think don't look good. You came out the house with that dress on. <laughs> My name is the one. <laughs> you know, you in church. <laughs> Everybody's like. <laughs> your husband next to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bought that. That's what I like. Somebody's looking at it, trying to figure it out. They're like, is he? Is this is he Ray Charles? No, he just he sees what he likes. And his mind is there. That's what he's attracted to. That's what he likes. Because it's more than just what he sees. It's about frequencies and waveforms. There's all kinds of things that's going on that's changing his perception. But if you're looking at porn all the time then you ain't going to like what you got. Because that don't look like the internet. I preached about this Wednesday to the men. Yeah, you change your receptors. So you shut off certain frequencies where you can't receive those from your wife. You can't look at her like that. She don't look like that no more. And she used to. When your oxytocin levels were higher and you would release it with her, now that you release your oxytocin somewhere else, can I preach in here? Yeah. I'm preaching, man, and it's good. Yeah. 
I don't care how you looking at me. Say the right thing. Look at somebody say, say the right thing. You start calling her pretty, you keep telling her she looks good, she's going to start looking good. One day she's just going to walk in, you're going to be like, you ain't never looked this good to me. You look better to me than you ever have. What is that? That's what you suggested. And she don't have to look good for nobody but you. Amen. Boy, when you start decorating your wife so she'll look good to other people, you have a problem. You need to turn porn off. That's your problem. But when we speak death in these instances, we are giving the enemy room to work in our lives. Many times we are dealing with our own words coming back to haunt us because of the way we have been communicating in our homes or with our family. Your problem is what you've been saying. Matthew 12 and 34. Oh, generation of vipers. This is Jesus talking to the snakes. What's a viper? It's a serpent. Why did Jesus say viper? You think he just high side buffalo. These old buffaloes. No, Jesus ain't, Jesus ain't scorn. <laughs> Big head cockroach. No, Jesus ain't got time for that. No. Jesus is specifically, he knows who he's talking to. I see your tail. I know whose seeds you are of. I know who you secretly meet with. I know who you have taken oaths to. The serpent. But Jesus looks right at him and says, you, you, you snakes. Y'all a bunch of snakes. Y'all, y'all are of the snake in the garden. Y'all have his blood. Y'all are evil. He said, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if your heart, you have a heart of a snake, you're going to speak like a snake. Some things we say we can never take back. Even though we are forgiven for it by God, we are chastened for it by the consequence. God forgives you, but man, look what you did. Summary. We can't speak death and expect life. We can't speak negatively and expect positivity. We can't say one thing and expect another. We have power in this realm and when it is mishandled, it can destroy our future. We must make sure that we are speaking what God is speaking. Our words and prayers must line up with what God has said and is saying above. In order for his will to be done in earth, Our will must coincide with his will. When we verbally come into agreement with the plan of God for us, we will begin to see his plan come to pass. Proverbs 18 and 20. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. He just said that your godly contentment is in what you're saying. That's what he just said. Your contentment is based on what you say. He just said it. Did y'all read it? A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. Satisfied is content. A man is content if he's saying the right thing. And with the increase of his lips, if he starts saying better things he shall be filled the increase of his lips he be filled 
you are satisfied and content by what you say. That's where it starts. How many of you know that to be true? You said something and started saying it. Now you say it all the time and you got it. Everyone bow your heads. I need to change what I've been saying. I need God to teach me how not to react. But to hear what he says first and repeat that. That's what I need. If that's you, I want you to stand up. I ain't going to react. I'm going to hear what he says first. I'm going to be slow to speak so that I can say the right thing. No more flying off the handle. No more calling Betty Sue and Willie J and all the friends and letting them in on everything that's going on in your personal life. Look at the mess you have made by doing that. Nothing gets better. It's time to keep things in your house between you and your spouse. Time to be careful who you talk to. More than that, be very, very careful what you are saying. The enemy is listening and he wants somebody else in on it. Because if he can't manipulate you and he can't manipulate the person you're talking about, he can definitely manipulate the person you're letting in on it. If they're not qualified. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Father God, I thank you, Lord, for every one of these adamant believers. God, I thank you for their... God, I thank you for their determination. God, they sit through, some of them, a slapping beat down constantly by this word. God, it challenges the foundation they grew up on. It just challenges everything mama said and daddy said. Some of them, God, just are from another place, another time, another mentality. And your word challenges them so much. But they come every week because they know that there are certain things they have to get fixed in order to get to that place that you're trying to get them to. So, God, I thank you for that determination in your holy people. God, I thank you, Lord, for this word that you've given Though it is very simple, it means everything. This is the foundation that you build everything upon, what we speak. So I pray right now, God, that you would temper the tongues. But first of all, before you can do that, you need to fix the heart. Give us a clean heart. No matter how we grew up, no matter what was spoken, no matter what we ingested in our bodies, Lord. Let our hearts be pure so our words will be pure. Let our hearts be like yours so our words can be like yours. God, I pray right now that you will heal every broken heart. God, you don't want a burnt sacrifice. You don't want just praise and worship, God. You said a contrite and a broken heart is the way to come to you. So right now, I pray that you will heal these broken hearts so that their words will line up from this day forward with what is resonating in their heart. That they will think upon good things. Speak good things. Be about good things. God, that they would denounce any curse, any involvement, any ritual that brought the serpent seed into their bloodline. Whatever grandmother did, grandfather did, great-grandmother, great-grandfather, as far back as you have to go, God. Break that ritual. Break that curse. That Freemason curse. That the fraternity or sorority curse. Whatever ritual was done, start there, God. 
wipe the false God out of their bloodline and let them accept your regeneration. Purify them and clean their heart so the words can be your words. In Jesus' name we pray. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.